Welcome back across all space and time in hope and peace into a section of the world where it all matters because <laughs> all things are Star Trek. I'm talking about the group here in the Captain's Quadrant. I'm Joe Dove and welcome back to Spectrum Sanctorum Star Trek show. We are so excited to be joined with Navia. How are you, my friend? I'm good. <laughs> and our chief has returned, Ernesto. Welcome back, the chief. chief is here yes yes welcome back welcome back um you're gonna notice that the, our faces have changed but we're still the same humans and you know no, no shuttle pod accident could no. ever change our souls uh we are wishing uh nita a very speedy recovery as she has caught a uh, unearthial virus from riser three you know you put <laughs> too hard over there you're gonna pick up something and of course, as long uh, as it's not the phage. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, And then, of course, we are um, missing both Jasons because both of them are on special operations. Uh, Mr. Gaston from Texas is in Japan uh, because he is big in Japan. So he, <laughs> of course, sends his well wishes as always. Yes, he was and, number three in Japan. Yeah, number three. Yeah. And, uh, of course, our maestro, our man behind the curtain, our number one guy, the boss himself, uh, Mr. Hatswell, the commander. He's out doing something. Uh, but he did return Teddy. Uh, I was super excited to get him back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in case you're wondering, we're going to hop right into that because it's been missing and I always thought it was cute. So... Yes, Teddy uh, was sent back to me, and he's missing already because he took my car, and I don't know oh, where gosh. he or the car is, so hopefully uh, I'll get both back. So <laughs> that was your update. Yeah, Hopefully so. the cops don't get Teddy. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have a license or anything. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I just hope, you know, he could reach the pedals because, I mean, he took the car off. I don't know how far. <laughs> but I, I do know that he went to the convention with us. Uh, we had a great time. We went to the Contropolis this weekend. Ooh. And, of course, we had to say hello to our friend. And we interviewed uh, Stephanie Chavatsky, who was to preen in uh, Star Trek Picard. And Teddy had a good old time with her. And then Teddy went to the dark side and went hang out with all the people in the Star Wars section. And I'm like, Teddy, what are you doing? You're in the wrong uniform. And of course, uh, no day would be complete without seeing more people from the Star Wars universe. And you're like, wait, Teddy. But then we, we went right back to Star Trek to make sure everything went copacetic. And we met the wonderful Q, Ooh. which was uh -huh. awesome. John DeLance himself, who my mom had a big crush on when I was a kid. So... There's that. <laughs> John Delancey is a great guy. He, um, there is an urban legend mm -hmm. about uh -oh. John Delancey on the Star Trek cruise that he uh -oh. is notorious for coming to the buffet at midnight after the show is let out. Uh -oh. and he will just walk up to random people <laughs> and say, Is this seat taken? And he will sit down and oh, eat. Oh, wow. Um, it, it, it's not happened to us on any of the three cruises that we've been on, um, but uh, but I, I have I had shared drinks with uh, Casey Biggs and um, oh. wow and Jeff Combs. Oh, that's awesome! Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, they're great guys. 
All right, so we are here actually to talk about Star Trek. So <laughs> let, believe let's it or get, not, <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> so let us get, yeah, we have a whole pod based on it. So let us hop into the synopsis: Strange New Worlds, Episode Five and Season Two. This is charades, which makes a lot of sense uh, once you get into the episode. <laughs> Spock gets a fascinating lesson in humanity: a shuttle accident. And an encounter with a strange alien life form turns Spock completely human ahead of an important dinner. Yeah, very wild. So we're going to go right into our very fun first contact. Thanks. Ernesto, I hope you were expecting uh, a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ernesto, you're our guest this week. Please tell us... Uh, what your first impressions of the episode were? Well, first impressions of the episode. Um, okay, uh, I guess I should go in chronological order. Uh, as uh, no, no, it's just an no overall. Order. Oh, over, yeah, overall, it's overall, yeah, quick. Um, yeah, from the previews, I was expecting a lot more comedy. Mm -hmm. I was expecting this to be written by Seth MacFarlane yeah. because the way they set it up, you know, it, it just looked like hijinks galore. Mm -hmm. And there were, and it was great. You know, the jokes were hysteric. Even even the subtle subtleties of Pike coming, Pike walking up with the tray, and then seeing that they're arguing and just turning around. <laughs> yeah, just those are great. If, if that doesn't become a gif and a meme, yeah. then there's something yeah. wrong with, with this fandom. But uh, all in all, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Same. It was. It, it gave you laughs and it gave you feels, and it progressed the story where we know it's all going to go. We know what's going to happen in the in yeah. uh, those old scientists. We know where their Spock and Supreme's relationship is going to end up. Yeah. So yeah. this is a good lead-in. Will we see more of Supreme? I certainly hope so. Oh. As far as her parents. We have an amazing special guest. Hold on. Jason. Jason on the Jason. street. I thought you were on your Section 31 mission. <laughs> and he froze. Welcome and welcome. Uh, to music. <laughs> I guess the Wi-Fi in Japan isn't as good as we hear. Oh. Hi. What's up? Hi. Oh. What's up oh. Do we get to hear you? I'm lost. Help. <laughs> where am I? You're in Japan. I was still. on my way to Pizza Hut. I don't know where I am. You're oh. out in the street. What did you think of the episode since you're here? <laughs> my signal is very, my signal is very very bad. Uh, I just wanted to pop in and say hi. I'm not dead. They're not replacing me no. that I know of. No. Uh, I love the episode. I thought it was great. It was cute, and it had a really deep meaning. And I uh, love you guys, and I'll see y'all soon. We love you, Jason. Bye. We can't wait to return. Have a blast, and you enjoy it because you enjoy deserve it. every moment of fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do. I really do. I need one. I need to add one to my collection. <laughs> I'll um, see if I can get that through airport security. <laughs> yeah, right. Take it. Put it next to you on the plane, like Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man, we miss you, buddy. Right, bye, everybody. Have fun. Bye. Take care, pal. Take care. What a nice oh, surprise. That was, nice. that was very nice. Yeah. That was very nice and funny. That was a great, great surprise. Um, Navia, your first contact. Uh, is, the does Jason still try to say something? 
No, that was it. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, good. He's um, just probably frozen and can't log off. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really nice to see Spock absolutely unhinged. Yeah. Um, I know we saw him in Discovery unhinged, but this was definitely a different type of unhinged. Um, I don't know what you guys thought, but I thought this episode definitely reminded me of like those 90s co- teen comedies. You know yes. how they had Nerd and Turner Beautiful? like Because you kind of like had the same kind of like scenes right like getting giving them um ears or like um teaching them how to talk like it definitely reminded me of those 90s comedy teen comedies absolutely it's absolutely. fun you say that nadia uh, the actress who plays amanda grayson uh-huh uh mia kishner uh-huh uh is most known for a little movie called not another teen movie Oh, oh wow. I did not know that. Look at that. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, this is a family-friendly show, so I won't <laughs> mention any of the lines from it. It, it was rated R. But uh, I highly I highly suggest uh, renting it on DVD because we're, we're, we're kind of against streamers right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Save Prodigy. <laughs> yeah, save Prodigy. But For me, you're 18 and older, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, for me, I thought this was a fun episode. We got the monster-in-law uh, experience from a Vulcan perspective. And I just felt that that part was, was stellar to me. And we got some really cool graphics with a new alien that we've never seen before. Oh, yeah. That was really cool to me as well. Okay. So let us hop into pros and cans. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. All right. Now, <laughs> yeah. We're going to start with you. What was sometimes it may be good and sometimes it may be shit in this episode? Um, the good thing is Ethan's Peck's comedic style, just absolutely amazing. His timing just on point. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else he's been in, but he, I think he did a really good job with all the comedy. Yeah. Um, also, Amanda was amazing. I absolutely loved her in this episode. And then um, the aliens. What were they called? The Kirkvah. 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 Oh, they were amazing. I hope we get to see more of those because I thought they were very, very interesting. Um, the cons, did the Vulcan seem a little off to you guys? Like, you know, like to bring to dad was kind of emotional at some points. Like, you know, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Captain uh, Pike dad's offers name him was, food. Uh, yeah. Uh, when like Captain Pike offers him food, like he got excited. And I was like, that's not really Vulcan of him. Yeah, and then, that's a good catch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there were points where Tapring got like towards the end, got upset with Spock. And I'm like, that's also not very Vulcan of her. Like these Vulcans had emotions, which is very weird to see. Interesting. Interesting. Go on. Did you guys not catch that at all? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. oh snap. like I noticed him reacting to the food. Yeah, like, I was I was surprised that there's like, oh, my yeah. man's ready to get some grub. This guy's just like me. I'd be like, yeah. oh, hey, what you cooking? Oh, I'm delicious. And then, yeah, go ahead. Pring's mom, like she showed a lot of animosity for a Vulcan. Like you could just see the hatred. And I'm like, this is so weird for a Vulcan because normally you can't read a Vulcan. Mm, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a poker game. They, they always yeah. have their poker face on. To- totally true. Totally true. Yeah. Those are my pros and cons. <laughs> All right. Chief. Well, let me preface this by saying I am so happy that Spock has finally admitted, and it's now canon, that Vulcans are jerks. Oh, (laughs) nice. I, with the exception of Spock, (coughs) I've always felt that Vulcans are jerks. 
think I, the word I use is another four letter word, plural, but uh, I'll be nice. They, <laughs> and it, it was most evident in enterprise. Now you yeah. would think that, uh, which is funny because we saw it all leading up and every time you saw a Vulcan, what they were just, you know, one, you know, just more, you know, standoffish than the other. And that Enterprise was the last show aired in uh, in the original um, in the Light original uh, in the original playlist. Right. Um, the fact that they kind of touched on that, and now it's really canon. So every single most Vulcans that we've seen since have lived up to that reputation, and to Prill. Oh God! Yes. Yeah. Uh, Prill was was the was the queen of Maine. Um, I understand she had to be written that way. She, she was written for you to hate her. I understand, and they did a great job. Savet, unfortunately, came off as a total cuck. Mm. He just he was like you know everything he said. She immediately shot him down. Said you're wrong, and oh yes, that's right, I am wrong. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, my only, um, my only nitpick, and it's kind of small, um, was, and I've read a lot of other things about this today. Um, it, the Spock Chapel relationship has been just rammed yeah. down our throats. Okay, let's just hope that. Okay, it's like moonlighting, you know. It, it, for anyone who's old enough, I think I'm the only person old enough to remember seeing that show. No, unfortunately, but, I've seen that show. <laughs> yeah. but will they, won't they, will they, won't they? Sam and Diane. Yeah. You know, it's uh, That trope, I do understand. I understand why it needed to be done because of canon and where it leads into. But, okay, let's, let, let's cool it for a while with this because, all right, now they have. Let's kind of pull them back a little bit let's focus on Mortegas for number one. Morteg we need Mortegas. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my girl finally got to fly the ship. She yes. finally yes. got to fly the ship. <laughs> so, uh, Again. But the aliens I wasn't all that crazy about. Oh. Um if they didn't want to contact, why would they leave a calling card? Now I well, so, mm, go ahead Navia. Well they seemed very corporate for aliens. Like they wanted to make sure <laughs> They wanted to make sure they got a good, like, customer service satisfaction survey. <laughs> 23rd century Yelp. Yeah, yeah. Be, be sure you leave a good review. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I love okay. how they're like, oh, you guys did, like, file a complaint within the appropriate time frame. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> As someone who works with customer service, I was like, this is too close to home. I can't handle this right now. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Joe. Oh, so for me, my pros, my pros are the relationship between Pike and uh, Spock's mom, because oh, when you, yeah. oh, how's it going? Come on in. Yeah, we're gonna get this done. That the injury is a little bit weird, but we're gonna make it. <laughs> that he was trying his best to like help cover for Spock. Yeah. And he was making the food, like you said. It, this is definitely gonna be a meme when he has the and his hair, yeah. of course. But he had oh, the yeah. food, and they were like, "Oh!" They started like going out, and he goes, "Oh, never mind. Let me go back <laughs> over here." I thought that, that was just fantastic. It was absolutely fun. But what I one of the, my biggest pros of this episode was the emotion that Nurse Chapel yeah. brought, 
to the fray. I uh, I think her name is B- Miss Bush. I felt like Jess, yeah, yeah, Jess Bush. She was incredible. Um, She really played the, you know, I'm trying to hold my feelings. And she told the guys, turn around, turn around. You know what I mean? Like, I really love that. And I I thought that was very precious for this episode to get into that. And when you, when you, you, you have that. So I'm a big Sting fan. And when you have uh, one of his, my favorite songs by him was um, uh, when we dance. And that's about a love triangle. It's like um, the typical love story is I love you, you love me, and we're in love, and that's boring. I like the love story where it's like I love you, but you love her, and it <laughs> bothers me. So, and I felt like that—that that was exactly this. That she was the same character, and when we danced, she was trying to like court Spock away, and she loved all those things, and she risked her life to get Spock back to what he was. I thought that was amazing. So. Yeah. Um, my cons for this episode were they kept it very like in the ship and in that little like uh the vessel in the, in the space alien you know that virtual pod thing that they have what is it called the vr wall the vr wall like they kept this whole episode in the vr wall i felt like they <laughs> you want more sets <laughs> yeah no no more sets we got to save the money <laughs> We got to save the money. So yeah. I, I just felt like it was limited in that sense, even though it's a very cool thing. And especially yeah. the way the aliens look. But I have a question for Ernesto before I continue. Do you think the voice of the corporate uh, space alien was Bonnie? Um, I, You know what? I, uh, I can check IMDb. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because it sounded um, like a prodigy was... ship. So I was wondering, oh, is that Bonnie? Uh, I was on IMDb earlier today, uh, just so I could uh, get the proper names and spelling of uh, of everyone. Uh, okay, I, do, I don't have the app. Who is the Bonnie? Who? Bonnie uh, Gordon. Uh, Bonnie, she's, uh, Gordon. She's the the voice of Prodigy Ship. She's oh. the voice of certain characters in Street Fighter Two. Uh, no, excuse me, Street Fighter Six. I was going to say Street Fighter Two Super Ultra Alpha. Because they just like did two forever and then turned to other numbers. But uh, she does a lot of voiceover work and she's like oh. fantastic. She switches her voice like you wouldn't believe. Like I've heard, I've seen, we've seen it in person. It was like, whoa, that's totally a different person than I was talking to five minutes ago. <laughs> so I just was wondering if that was Bonnie in the ship. Uh, so. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll, I can check that and um, and uh, I'll put it in the comments after. after the yeah, that works. That works. That works. Yeah. Um, um, Go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, the, well, one thing that I did I did notice I uh, noticed in my notes the cure for Ortega's sarcasm is Chapel's compassion. Yes. Yeah. That is so okay. true. That is so true. You know, you know, I, no, I wouldn't say she put her in her place, but you know, she was like, no, you know, we really gotta do, you know, we gotta do this for Spock, and she's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah all right we'll do it we'll do it um my other very very minute con in this was where was spock's dad like well they had a fight or something right what was the what's, mm-hmm. is that they, canon uh from uh well if you if you yes it is canon okay um, because, uh when you look at uh journey to babel okay kirk even says to him uh you know would you like to go down and visit your parents Ambassador Sarek and his wife are my parents. Right. And we find oh, out yeah. that they hadn't spoken in years. Oh. So this is that. 
This I, is the start of that. Okay. Right. It actually started back in Discovery, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Good call. Good call that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very good. Because I was like, oh, where's Spock's dad? Because that actor. And like, I've, so uh, just so everybody knows, Navia is one of the sci-fi queens. There's three of them. Uh, <laughs> Navia, Nita, and Annie. And one of the shows that they did threw me back to, oh, wow, I'm a teenager. Well, uh, in my 30s again, watching <laughs> Fringe. And ever since they did an episode on the women of Fringe, I've been going back to watch Fringe. And then, like, the fifth episode is Sarek from the Discovery era. So I was like, oh, I wonder if Sarek is going to show up. And then he didn't show up. I was like, oh, wah, wah, wah. Is, is the lady who played Amanda in this episode the same Amanda from Discovery? Yes. Yep. Okay. She looked yeah. a little bit different. Like, that's, that's why I was, like, so confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bernadette definitely uh, did uh, something with her costume. Uh, I thought she maybe. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to guess. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Claudia, uh, Alec, just. Um, second in that uh, entire piece that the chief said so uh you are seconded in the comments uh we'll yeah. get to the comments in a brief moment there's a lot of hellos and there's a lot of things to say but it's time to fire at will fire at will <laughs> this is our moment where we could just talk about anything uh star trek related and one of the big things that's Star Trek related this week is probably going to delay season three. And that is the big actor strike joining the writers striking, uh, crossing that picket line would be a no, no. It is unbelievable that we are experiencing both a writers and actor strike at the same yeah. time. But this, the last time this happened was 1960. Wow. Yep. So wow. it's been 63 years since. And from what okay. I understand, uh, um, progress. <laughs> Well, well, from what I understand, uh, the next contract that's up is the Directors Guild. Oh, geez. So, yeah. So, if oh god, um, if, if if Netflix, if Netflix and everybody else doesn't start paying up, Hollywood is at a standstill now. Imagine what gonna happen when you try and tax our whiskey and put the and the directors go on strike. Yeah, we are in uncharted territory, and it is it is baffling. Let me tell you. Um, Nambi, are you frozen? Uh, yes, yep, she she's frozen. Okay. All right. Well, she'll be back for sure. Uh, uh, I've not. Well, um, Joe, did uh, did you happen to get some good news uh, last week about a possible oh, away, I... about a possible uh, away mission? Indeed, I will be going to. Because thanks to you, my friend, I will be going to Star Trek Las Vegas for the first time in my life. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, uh, Navi will pop back in shortly. But yeah, I'm super excited to go to Star Trek Las Vegas and hang out with you, my chief. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you can show me the ropes. It'll be my second time in Vegas, period. Um, so. I, this will be my first STLV. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, wow. We... Um, we, uh, we, we've never been, um, honestly, I've always preferred smaller conventions. Um, from what I understand, there's about, uh, they estimate usually about 5,000 people wow. in the Rio. Wow. Now, um, we've been on the Star Trek cruise. My wife and I have been on the Star Trek cruise three times. Yeah. And that boat holds about 3,000 people. Ooh. And that boat is a hell of a lot bigger than the Rio. Yeah. 
So I, that is just way too people-y for me. Yeah. But it's one of those things. It's a bucket list thing. You know, like New Year's Eve in Times Square. Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Halloween in, um, in Salem. It's one of those things you have to do at a certain time of year. So it's a bucket list thing. Um, um, and uh, uh, for reasons, uh, Faith couldn't go. And uh, I... In beams the captain. <laughs> Thank you so much. So we're going to say hi to the folks in the comment section uh, because we are firing at Will. And uh, Ernesto, I appreciate it so much. I am so excited. And I'm ready. Uh, to we're going to have a great time, pal. We, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's go and say hi. Uh, we've got to feel better and get well soon to Nita, who's a little bit under the weather. She's got a big day tomorrow. So be sure to uh, join us at 8 o'clock for the Sci-Fi Queens there talking to an artist in sci-fi. It's going to be a very good episode. Uh, we got Bill the Asian Pirate, who's saying, greetings, Vulcans and Cardassians. <laughs> Not Cardassians, but Cardassians. <laughs> um, we've got my mom. Hi. Hi, Cosmic Mom. Hi, Joe's mom. Yeah. And then my mom wanted to share that uh, she still has a crush on John Delancey. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, most, most women wouldn't blame you, mom. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, we've got my our buddy Nita saying he doesn't need a license, he's Lord Supreme regarding to Teddy. Um, so let's see, this is the first episode of the season I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, wow, interesting. United Federation of Planets. Um, let's see. Oh, we've got my good buddy, sour cream and onion to Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think you know this guy, Trek Untold. He was at uh, the Trek Long Island. It is so good to see you, my friend, Matt. Um, we had him on Off the Shelf, a great episode, so please be sure to watch that. And Absolutely. check out Trek Untold. There's a lot of great interviews there. Um, we've got, uh, yes, Save Star Trek Prodigy. It's super important. Um, we really hope that that has a good landing in somewhere very nice. Um, Nita brings up a good point. What was that alien race? Their names were colors. I love that about them. That was cool. That really was cool. Uh, one of the other things that, uh, one of the other notes that I took, mm -hmm. um, considering the way they designed the, um, the subspace uh, rupture, could the Kerhoff, could they be another version of the wormhole aliens from Ooh. DS9? Wow, competitive wormhole aliens. That is interesting. That's a good good point. Could be, could be. It's not that the Vulcans don't feel; it's that they feel too much. And hello, Sarah Andrews. Yes, that hello, is very Sarah. true. Yes. Um. What? Yes. Fox has said that on a number of occasions. Yeah. That, um. The Vulcans do indeed have emotions, and they, and again, you know, Vulcan pride. Uh, they're apparently stronger and more intense than human emotions, which is why when uh, Spock. Um, Spock became human. He's, he kept using the word "different." Yeah, these emotions there. are different. Yeah, there she goes. And there she is. What happened? <laughs> Technical difficulties. It's the heat. I blame the heat. <laughs> I'm sure it's hot there. Well, we're still in um, fire at will, so we're talking about everything. We were talking about the writer strike, uh -huh. and now we're, we're getting into the comments. So you you left us, but you returned right in time gracefully. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Uh, and then I love this <laughs> comment reminding me of like a Karen 
and the embarrassed husband. <laughs> He's talking about Spock's parents. Yeah, Space Karen. Oh, yes. Two got two Space Karens. Um, let's see. Uh, so other people have seen Moonlighting. Sarah Andrews has seen it. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, corporate customer service, like an actual <laughs> customer service is very unhelpful. <laughs> that is spot on. Yeah, like, yeah. Those, no, you can't. We can't do anything because you didn't file the complaint. <laughs> Wait a minute. How am I supposed to know to do that? I've never seen you before. Oh, man. And then Nita brings up a very good point. Um, his mom knew she was there was something wrong. And we were talking about Spock's mom because when he came in with that beanie, it was like, wait a minute. Since when are you from South Los Angeles with that beanie? Like, it's hot on this ship. Why are you wearing that? Um, you know why he wore that? To hide the TOS. Yeah. Every time Spock had to hide the ears, he put yes. on a beanie. Oh, wow. There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, and so now there's a new thing that's going on in our group. Um, this is where, so, but Spock does love to pring, or is it out of obligation to Vulcan tradition that he is marrying? That's her? a great, that is yeah. a great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Uh, uh, Nivia, as, as our as our resident lady, <laughs> let's hit, let's hear your, let's hear your opinion on that. I, I think he, I don't think he loves her, I think he's doing it out of obligation because he wants to be connected to his Vulcan side, and I think he like. Is like cool. We can be friends, and I I don't have to be emotional about it. And that's why he's so conflicted between Nurse Chapel and Tapring, because he actually feels stuff for Tapring. He's like, this is or sorry, Nurse Chapel. He's like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I love it. Oh, great question. So, uh, as a as a married man, <laughs> um, you know, so you know, same question. Do you do you think that Spock is just doing? You know, in this arranged marriage, let's face it, it is an arranged, it is marriage. arranged marriage. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Is he following through with it to be the dutiful son, or you know, does he actually really connect with this woman? Uh, I'm, I would assume that they actually have some type of connection because she did. Like, there was a couple of times she came out of herself to kind of defend Spock in this. So I do think that she has a connection to Spock. Yeah, for sure. Right, but does Spock yeah. have a connection to her? That's the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes I feel like, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Or does he more like, you know, I am half human. Eh. Not human over there. I like that that gray hair that she's got going on. So there I think is, it's blonde, Joe. I don't think it's, it's blonde, gray. All right. Well, I got to put my glasses It's on. Marilyn Monroe platinum blonde. It's platinum there you blonde. Go. Okay. There it is. There it is. And the other thing I was talking about in the group is the colors. So, hi, I'm yellow. No, you're blue. <laughs> so it could get confusing. Uh, yellow blue is and Junie Kane, and Nita, of course, is going to change her name to Pink. So from now on, we're going to call Nita Pink. Hi, Pink. <laughs> and then, I, I think a certain singer might have an issue with that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, you're you can't right. Do that. Yeah, he's copyrighted. We don't have that kind of money. Sorry, Nita. You're going to have to be Nita. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that money yet. And of course, the the aliens were not Bonnie. So thanks for okay. It wasn't Bonnie. Me. Thank you, Sarah. Bonnie. Yeah, Sarah's on spot, on point with that. Um, and then this is the following a mission on the Enterprise where Spock helped save Sarek's life. Father and son are reconciled in the episode Journey to Babel, which is what we were talking about. And that was the first appearance of Mark Leonard playing Sarek, and that is one hundred percent cool. 
Uh, thank you, Claudia. She really nails a lot of stuff here. She Spock has a real com complicated feelings with his family members. Yeah. Dad, sister, brother. What sister? What brother? Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot. So, oh, and then we were talking about doves. Here's the Mrs. Dove saying hello. <laughs> nice to see you, my love. And uh, it's kind of too late, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when I'm in Vegas. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll oh, do that. Yeah, when we're in Vegas. Yeah, he'll, he'll be there, anything right? Anything for mom. Anything mom wants something. We got yeah. it. You got it, Hey, it's our good buddy, Admiral's Funniest Frontier. Hi, y'all. Just found season three and four of TNG at oh, wow. Google and made it back in time for the podcast. Oh, so good to see you. And thanks for making it, my good friend. Um, that's why maybe T'Pring's parents were flustered. Uh, maybe. Mm. Because it's a whole arranged thing. True. And, uh, and uh, supposedly it was Sarek and Sevak who arranged the marriage to begin with. So mm. um, I, I'm thinking that T'Prell uh, was just, she's just that kind of, T'Prell, excuse me. She's just that kind of, you know, okay, well, we're using the word Karen, so let's keep with that. She's just that kind of Karen to Karen. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, no, well, you know, she wouldn't want one of those people in uh -huh. her family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was also a great. Um, it was also a great metaphor for uh, for bi uh, for biracial uh, mm -hmm. people. Oh yes. That, that yes. Very true. Uh, very true. Yeah. Also worth noting that the nasal suppressant in humans having an offensive odor is a callback to the Enterprise to Paul. Would complain about yes. There's yeah. a lot of good callbacks in this episode. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, Stranger Worlds is right up there with uh, Lower Decks. Uh, with Lower mm -hmm. Decks as yeah. far as far out the Easter eggs, and I'm loving it. And then uh, our good buddy Admiral Funniest Frontier says, "I think Spock doesn't know what he actually wants." Uh, I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. that I agree with that. Oh with yeah. All certainty. Yeah. All right. With that, I am gonna have us roll to a commercial. <laughs> Check and meet my young friend. We're doing picture in picture this week because Jason said How about it. another challenge? You want to play a round of golf at the club and get some lunch? Whoever gets to the club last buys lunch. <laughs> Stand by oh. to have your wallet emptied by a tractor beam. <laughs> Anything's possible, but probably not that. in the land of Shire, there's a brave little hobbit we all admire. Long wooden pipe, fuzzy woolen toes. Lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him. Bilbo. Bilbo <laughs> Baggins, He's the bravest little hobbit awesome. Yeah. Go, Bilbo! 
Leonard. Go. Hey, where are you? Use your sensors. <laughs> no need. I'm already here. You're there already? I feel like I'm stuck in a black hole. No worries, I can practice my swing if you need to pull over and take a nap. Smart ass. Really? I had to. Nice try. You no, wish. No, no, no. I definitely had to. Not for a second. Obviously, you're buying lunch. Technically, we're not inside yet. <laughs> I'll see you inside. <laughs> so that oh was one God. of the awesome. I think that was a, uh, what do you call it? A uh, Super Bowl commercial. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. Uh, was it even a commercial? Because uh, Zach Winter had an Audi and... Um, Nimoy, Russ, uh, had a Mercedes. Had a Merc, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was to show you, like, how much space you get in the new Audi, because that's what, it was an Audi commercial. Oh, yeah, 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 it, yeah, was, yeah. it was their big Audi, and that's their main competitor, is, uh, the mm -hmm. other one. Okay. All um, right, so we're going to... bring that up? Uh, I just, one quick story, if I may, just mm -hmm. because you uh, made me think of this. Obviously, Zach Quinto uh, had interactions with Leonard Nimoy um, on... We, Faith and I actually met uh, Ethan Peck on Cruise 4. We had a great, uh, very quick, accidental interaction with him on deck. And I had asked him if um, if Adam or any of the Nimoy family reached out to him. Uh, and he was like, no. And <laughs> Faith just was like, oh, you're so much better than Zachary Quinto. That's They were probably embarrassed. Oh, wow. And he kind of blushed a little bit. So... Uh, wow, that's a that's I, a neat little story. Yeah, I completely agree with that sentiment. By the way. Uh. Yeah. Well, while we have him in the room, I want to do our fun shout out that we do based off of the hashtag that has blown up pretty good, and that is the No Toxic Trek. We celebrate somebody in the fandom today, and that person could be you. It's time we celebrate another awesome Star Trek fan. So when we celebrate awesome Star Trek fans, it's not about how many people that they have following them. Otherwise, you'd just be celebrating Jason Roy Gaston every week <laughs> because he has the most. Uh, we are doing this to just celebrate people that live and breathe and embody the will of peace and unity that is Star Trek. And I am going to have to bring up the great unifier himself. And that's the famous Dex Lower, also known as Admiral's Funniest Frontier. Buddy, let's give you a round of applause because you embody that togetherness. You have shown every week that you not only just love the fandom that is Star Trek, but you love the people that love the fandom. You bring so many people together on so many different social medias. And I wouldn't know as many people as I do in the fandom now if it wasn't for you and many people have had this ex same experience i was doing a timeline search this week and i noticed that he celebrated three years on twitter and uh one year on instagram and so many people were like oh if it wasn't for you i would have never found this person somebody met their wife through him oh, so wow. this wow. guy is the embodiment of connection and we really appreciate you every week uh, and every day and doing all those wonderful things. You are really 
amazing and such a great fan into the fandom and really people if you don't follow him be sure you go follow him you can find all of his socials as dex lower uh dude is amazing and we share the same name so good on you <laughs> <laughs> but that had nothing to do with it it is your connection and your love of the fandom uh and we really appreciate that and now we are going to go into the other favorite segment of jace's and that is It's time for Stupid Star Trek Questions. Yes, this is the segment of the show where we go into the silliest of silly comments that we get on social medias for your questions to for us to stump or answer here on the show. And this week we got one from Cosmic Mom. Stupid Star Trek question. How did the Enterprise women keep those merry skirts from riding up when the <laughs> ship was attacked? All right, so Navia, since you're the the uh, registered fashionista, even oh, though, God. I work, even though I work in fashion, you always notice the fashion uh, sense in the, the ship. So I'm gonna throw this to you first. Were they not wearing shorts or something? Because I swear, like Uhura, like she looks like she's wearing shorts under that. Mm, Is a... that not true at all? Did anyone else notice that? <laughs> I don't know if you two should be looking at that, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, <it. laughs> that's why it's quiet. I don't know. I just figure they're always wearing shorts or something. I don't know. <laughs> Chief? Well, um, if, you, <laughs> be careful. if you're talking about, if you're talking about those old scientists, um, they didn't keep them from riding up. How many times, uh, well, who is behind was one of the first ones I noticed on TV. Ah, so it doesn't um, so, but... Yeah, no, uh, but uh, they were wearing um, not necessarily like bike shorts, but they were wearing, um, yeah, there was uh, something, I guess, yeah, an like over panty. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know what it would be called. Obviously, I'm straight because <laughs> I don't know what that would be called. Yeah. Um, but oh, we, um, we, we have I, one answer. I, as someone who wears a kilt on. Uh, uh, as often as I can, I can tell you that uh, yeah, that that is a uh, that is a has travel. Mm. Uh, one person, Aaron Sugar, said they had briefs that matched the uniform color. Briefs, thank you. Yeah. Yes, well said, well said. And then Nita says double sided tape. That's what ah. that's how they use it. They just stuck it down there. They're good to go. Well said. Anthony Crosby about double sided tape. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And then Admiral Farney's Frontier says, thank you, my friends. I really appreciate you doing that. Of course, Admiral, you're the best. We appreciate you greatly. And uh, with that, we are pretty much all wrapped up. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? Um, starting with the Chief and then Naya, Via, please talk about tomorrow's show. Um, uh, the, uh, as far as I was concerned, uh, this was a great episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it, uh, especially after last week. Um uh, one thing I'm glad we did touch on the beanie because yes. now it's canon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we know where he got it from. And now but, I want one. It looks so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, they better start selling that. They better start selling the beanie with the yeah. delta on it. Um, you can buy a, 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 a mug with a delta on it from our merch store. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they, ah, great plug. Yeah. There you go. Um, one thing that I did notice when uh, we were discussing earlier about Spock's emotions, uh, did anyone else notice that look that he gave La'an and yes. then all of a sudden said, now I'm embarrassed? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
it, it didn't really surprise me how this episode ended. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, you know, any woman who just tells you shut up and kisses you, yeah, yeah. she's a trooper. That's a winner. <laughs> winner, winner. All right, Navia. Uh, yeah, everything Ernesto said, I totally agree. Um, thought this was a good episode. I'm. You guys mentioned that there were a whole bunch of negative comments uh, earlier when we were talking, and I can't wait to see what those are because I, I want to see what people are saying because I thought this was a solid episode. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, like the uh, all the negative comments I saw were uh-huh. in another podcast Discord, um, so I'm not sure. That, so I got they're readily available. Okay. But, um, oh, I'm sure there's trolls everywhere. I'm sure. We'll oh find yeah, there's always. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Whatever. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they're just, probably just, not on threads yet, but I'm sure they'll no, be on. Yeah, they'll Twitter. they'll be there. No, yeah, they're 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 ha- happily angrily in Twitter. Yeah, hating all types of minorities and LGBTQs for some yeah. reason. They they just love jumping on the wrong thing. It's like really, dude, like do something else with your life. Like yeah, you know, there's a as a one of the our uh, show regulars in the comments is a guy named John Daranowski and he has this hilarious like TikTok about <gasps> people like that. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yes. you must have seen it. <laughs> yes. Oh, you've seen it too? Oh, I'm obsessed with those. I love when he does that. Yeah, because sometimes I'll be scrolling and I'll end up yeah. like on a, a Joe Rogan feed because yeah, yeah. I really like when he interviews Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh-huh. then I'll get another one that's like the uh, I put away all my sexual prowess because God tells me and then it goes oh another one and then it just goes to that whole thing and like ah, <laughs> so yeah all right and then um tomorrow you have something going on navia tell everybody what's going on tomorrow yeah so sci-fi queens are back friday uh 5 p.m eastern on spectrum we're gonna be talking to jenny johnson who is a i think she's pretty famous she does a whole bunch of science fiction artwork and she's on tiktok and instagram so if you guys join us you hopefully get to be in on a very fun conversation <laughs> that's right it will definitely be fun for sure um Perfect. and then this weekend we are uh this saturday we have the ever fun uh funko pop uh funko box queen and she's joining us on off the shelf where she is showing one of her uh, several of her 600 massive funko pop oh, collections Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be quite an interesting purview to see all those Funko Pops. Uh, and before we head out, I just want to remind everybody that the Stephanie Shavatsky interview is still available uh, here on the channel. So if you haven't seen that, please go check that out. We have a great time talking with Steph. She is an amazing actress and an amazing person. You've seen her in Doom Patrol, uh, Star Trek Picard, as Sabine, as we stated. But she was also China and Yen Rock. And a lot of wonderful, wonderful rows in her career. So please be sure to check that out and give it a thumbs up and share it with your friends and share this with your friends and be sure to subscribe. All right. That is going to do it for this week of the Captain's Quadrant. We really appreciate you hanging out and we'll see you next week. Check out SpectrumSanctorum.net for all of our podcast merch. We have an entire merch store ready to give you all the things that you loved about our podcast and get notified on all of our socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our Spectrum Sanctorum merch store. Follow us today and be sure to hit that bell when you're watching our YouTube videos so you can be notified of when a new episode releases.